to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. Hello, everybody. How are you on this Wednesday evening? It is good to see you. Thank you all very much. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, I have to say thank you for allowing me to do this job for you because it's truly a blessing every single day. I know you might get sick of hearing that, but I am so appreciative. Thank you all so very much. Look, uh, today, uh, I want to start off by showing you a couple videos. Now, we already know that the fake news mainstream media will go to any length at all to lie, manufacture stories, put out a narrative, do uh, wrap-up smear campaigns, whatever it is. So I like to call them not only the fake news media, but I like to call them the mockingbird media as well. The mockingbird media, ladies and gentlemen. And what the world needs to start realizing is that all this stuff that's going on in the world isn't because Putin invaded Ukraine as bad as it is. It's because Biden invaded our White House. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the Mockingbird Media putting forth the narrative of the Putin price hike. Check this out. About gas prices, because too much of the U.S. media chatter is distorted to the point of being dishonest. Higher gas prices is a small sacrifice to make. Many politicians act as though 
it's President Biden who caused inflation <laughs> and that he can fix this. No, I mean, you know, he did not cause the war which caused prices to surge. And you heard the president of the United States pronounce a Putin's price hike. Putin's price hike. A Putin price hike. Putin's price hike. And Putin's price hike is a great way to message it. Folks, we've seen this for years and years and years. This is the Mockingbird fake news media all getting together to push one failed narrative, and that is that Putin is responsible for all of the gas prices and all of the inflation and all of the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the currency uh, devaluation of currency. Oh, Putin's, he's the bad guy. It wasn't happening before him. No, it wasn't happening before him. He's, Putin's the bad guy here. Come on, man. Come on, man. Mockingbird Media 101. Again, it wasn't because Putin invaded Ukraine. It was because Biden invaded, ladies and gentlemen, the White House. But there's somebody else in Washington besides Biden who's just as crazy. And I spend, I don't know, maybe an hour a day trying to figure out exactly what she's trying to say. It's very similar to Biden, but that is stretch face Armstrong, punch drunk Pelosi herself. Can anybody tell me what she's saying in this next video, please? Because I can't understand what she's saying. But that I'm not a, a military st- strategist. We hope that we will be able to get up to a place. I hope you ask me how I, I hope that we can get to a place where the uh, MIGs, which are the kinds of planes they've been trained on, can go to Ukraine, the F-16s, especially <laughs> if we have an excess of them, uh, can backfill for Poland. <laughs> hey, she is the Speaker of the House, and the Speaker of the House has a lot of power. And they do. The Speaker of the House has powers that the President doesn't even have. But look, I don't know what she's trying to say. I don't know what Biden's trying to say. All I know is that this price hike is not a Putin problem. It is a Biden problem and a left-wing problem. So, folks, I appreciate all you joining in tonight. If you're watching on social media anywhere, you know the drill. Share, share, share. Sharing is caring. If you're watching on Real America's Voice News, thank you very much to you and our digital distribution partners. They've been a wonderful partner Uh, to work with over this last year and it's been an honor to be on the network and to have them support me and let me do the show the way I want to do the way I want to do it look not one time has a real America's voice news executive come to me and said you can't do the show that way not one time and that's why I love it here real news and honest views if you would allow me just a quick second here I would like to read a letter to you that was written to me now, I won't use, uh, I won't use the name because I'm not sure she wants, uh, you know, this information associated to her name or not. But it is very, it's very powerful. And I think we need to hear it. I really want to read this to you guys. So please allow me. I wanted to let you know how much hope, joy, and laughter you have brought to me and my sisters as we listen to your show. My brother turned me on to you as I called him almost every day on my way home. And he had me put you, he had me put you on pause to talk to me. I asked him if you had any good news in your show, and we talked a bit while eating dinner. He was a victim or of, excuse me, of the COVID pandemic, as the medical field not only did nothing for him when he was positive with a temperature and had COPD, but rather murdered him as they filled him with nothing but the silent killer. I think we all know what that is. 
Her brother died March 17, 2021. Her heart is so broken and they never gave her brother a fighting chance. 270 days later, her father passed away. From what we also believe, she said, is complications from the COVID jab. Then 60 days later, her, her, um, her mom, her second mom, somebody who must be really close to her, passed away. Needless to say, she's heartbroken and the family's devastated. She says, I find peace knowing that we are taking back our country and cannot wait to use my Trump rocks glass to salute him when he becomes president again. I ask that you and our LFA brothers and sisters pray for my family as we move, try to move on. Thank you for bringing me back to God's will and knowing that you can't beat God. Now, there was more to the letter, ladies and gentlemen, but I think you get the gist. We miss America and we miss being able to rely on our countrymen and women. We miss our patriotic duty and obligations that we had, our traditions growing up. And piece by piece, much like the Second Amendment and your freedoms as a whole, this federal government that we give power to has slowly and slowly taken away everything that is America, everything that this Judeo-Christian country was built on. Taking away our traditions will then take away our values. Taking away your values will then take away your hope. Taking away your hope will then place you in a full communist country, which people like Justin Trudeau and many others love and pine for. And I just hope that we can all hold on to that hope through the love of Jesus Christ. Work together, stay together, rely on each other, and not allow this evil that is looming around the world take away what is important and what keeps us united and not divided. Amen? Ladies and gentlemen, let's take this time right now to go to the Lord on this March 16th, 2022, and read from the evening version of Jesus Calling and hopefully inject a little bit of positivity and a little bit of heaven into your evening. Here we go. I have told you that whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. An excellent way to stay near me is to place your confidence fully in me. A heart that trusts in me can even leap for joy. And as we know, joy is the theme of life from America here, on, uh, uh, here in 2022. So if you go to Psalm, 80, uh, Psalm excuse me, 28.7, it says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy, and I will give thanks to him in song. And from John 8.12, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And before you turn out the light tonight, recognize my continual presence in your life in a way that is meaningful to you. And you have to remember, folks, that everything that has meaning, everything that has any kind of value or love or anything that is good does come from Almighty God. Amen? All right, tonight, uh, folks, please, as we go to prayer, Think of that letter that I just uh, read to you. Think of the, uh, the emails that I get and that I read to you twice a day of the people who have a lot, a lot of problems. And with God's help, we can hopefully through prayer turn that around for them. So please remove your caps if you are wearing one. And let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, another, uh, another set of emails that I get day in and day out is telling me how I should and shouldn't pray. And while I do read those letters with a lot of respect, I would say it's probably we should probably not tell each other how to pray and just pray with each other so that we can remain close in the beautiful light of God. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. God bless. Ah, my favorite part of the show. My favorite part of the show when we can uh, when we can just, woo. Yeah, so earlier, let me break something down for you guys, okay? First of all, if you can, please, we look for 1,000 shares a day uh, on each show, and it really, really does help get the show out there. Uh, number two, thank you for the Rumble Rants. God bless you guys. Thank you for the ones that stuck in there earlier. I see them coming in, and I see, them, I see what they're labeled for the Slurp Fund or whatever. Um, and, and I seen even earlier when we weren't on Rumble, you guys stayed and you guys continued to have a conversation in the chat. You want to know what that signifies? That signifies unity. When the show isn't even playing and you guys are in the Rumble chat talking and there's nobody even on the screen and you're together and you're saying the Lord's Prayer through typing it or whatever, that shows me unity. And it also shows me, guys, that I am not the glue that holds this group together. I am just a part of it. I am a part. I am a part of the body of life from America, and we are all a part of the body of Christ. But I am far from the glue that holds us together. The glue that holds this family and this audience and the fans of life from America together is you guys. It's the unity that you guys have together, and nothing is more apparent than when I see you guys talking to each other 40 minutes into a show that you're not even watching. That's incredible to me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got some, uh, some word and uh, not so good news, but uh, my producer just let me know that Becky 80 has brain cancer, and that is where she's been. Becky 80, who, who has been part of Live from America for so long, has brain cancer. Um, <clears throat> not news that we want to get. At the start of the show or, or, or any or any time. Um, if anybody out there is close to Becky and anybody has any kind of uh, uh, conversation with her, can, can you please put her in touch with me so we can see what we can do <clears throat> to help her out? I, uh, I, I just don't know what to say. Um, Sorry, guys, I don't, when I'm hit with stuff like this, <clears throat> it's hard to keep going. Like, I don't know Becky personally, um, but she was part of this family. She is part of this family. Not was, she is part of this family, um, and it hurts. So what I can say right now, at least while I'm doing the show, is if anybody can uh, put me in touch with her, uh, you guys, please pray for Becky and her family. Um, 
Lord, we pray that you will guide her through this and get her through this, Lord. Thank you so very much for being here for us to rely on you in these times, these uncertain and catastrophic times, Lord. We know we can go to you. Uh, Please protect Becky and her family. Put an armor of God on them and help them through this, Lord. Put full restoration in 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 their path and bring them back to health. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, I'm sorry, Becky, and uh, anybody who's close to Becky. I uh, that hit me off guard. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. So, <sighs> all right. Well, let me take a drink of coffee here. I guess. Jeremy, was she a monthly donor? Do you have her information? I wouldn't know what her uh, her full name is. Uh, I, I, if somebody got her last name, I could look it up for sure. And then I could get her information through that way. I only have, uh, um, emails and, uh, I have the full name, but there's a lot of Becky's in there to believe it or not. Rebecca's and Becky's. So I don't, uh, Lisa, you're welcome, honey. You're welcome. Wow. Okay. Well, let's go back to the show and let's talk about this tomorrow. Okay. Let's talk about this tomorrow in the morning show where we actually have more time to be able to do this. Um, let's come back from this commercial break. Let's try to do the show. Let's try to stay together. Let's try to hold it together, folks. Okay? Um, we'll pray for Becky. Definitely pray for her. Woo! Okay, give me a second here before we come back from this commercial break. <clears throat> and thank you, uh, Eli, for keeping me informed of what's going on during the show. You guys... Uh, Definitely give a big, big shout out to Eli. He's, he's doing a great job here on Life from America. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> here we go. Folks, welcome back to Life from America here on this March 16th year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, during the commercial break, we just got some pretty terrible news about somebody who watches uh, Live from America. And uh, so uh, bear with me as I try to get, get my bearings and, and get back to the show. But let's just continue to pray for those out there who really, really need us, okay? Uh, let's get to the first and foremost section. For those who are watching this evening, please put your cups up. And let's have our first slurp of the evening. Here we go. First and foremost, section of the day, Rhino, Wisconsin House Speaker Robin Voss had his emergency meeting this morning to address the results of the Michael Gableman report pertaining to election fraud and Zuckerbucks being injected into the state for the 2020 election and to talk about decertifying the Wisconsin um, slate of electors that were sent in, certified and sent in by the Secretary of State to Washington to elect Joe Biden president. Now, we talked about this this morning on the AM show that this meeting was getting ready to happen. We now have the results of that meeting and we not only have the results of that meeting and, so, and an update on what happened in that meeting, we actually have video footage as well as Speaker Robin Voss was confronted by the media and by um, voters in that state. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to play you what he said first, and then we'll talk about it. So let's go to the video of Robin Voss being confronted first. 
and then we'll talk a little bit about it. Here we go. We have passed 17 different bills. We have the Gatlin investigation that I know is showing many of the issues that are there. The problem gets down to what's the remedy. There are some people who think that the legislature has the unilateral ability to overturn the election. We do not. Constitutional scholars like Rick Essenberg, Jim Troopas, Donald Trump's own attorney in Wisconsin said we do not have that power. Um, I still believe that today. Uh, what they spent much of the time talking about, uh, it's a private conversation, but basically they are trying to convince us of the fraud that occurred. I already believe there was fraud that occurred. Uh, the challenge is we now need to have an attorney general and a governor who will sign legislation and fight with us to make sure that the election in 2022 and 2024 is fair. We don't have the ability to unilaterally overturn the election. Just a can. Do you think there was widespread fraud or just a few instances? Uh, I think there was widespread fraud. Um, and I think we are going to see more and more data that comes out as Justice Gablin continues in his investigation. But it's up to the people of Wisconsin to decide who they want to lead their state. If they want to have Tony Evers and Josh Call who have obstructed the investigation and a fair election in every way they possibly could, that's what they can vote for in November. I think we have a better remedy with candidates who will say that we'll pass election integrity investigation, election protection. Uh, we will pass election integrity legislation. We'll follow up on the findings from the nonpartisan audit bureau and will who have all found that there were problems. The Democrats still have not yet admitted that there were any issues with the 2020 election and every investigation has shown there were many. So I think we should focus on the solution, which is a new governor, a new attorney general, the ability to have, as we move forward, solutions that can actually become law as opposed to ideas, which again, are totally untested, never been done in the history of our country. We can't have a legislature decertify an election. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard Lindsey Graham 2.0 yourself. Robin Voss has got to go. He's Lindsey Graham 2.0. Should that be a rallying cry? Lindsey Graham 2.0, Robin Voss has got to go. Now, if we were ignorant, uneducated, left-wing brainwashed protesters, that's what we would do every day. We would come up with these great slogans, we'd put them on t-shirts, and we would probably be a lot more effective than most Republicans are today. Lindsey Graham 2.0, Robin Voss has got to go. Why do I call him Lindsey Graham? Because he's playing both sides of the fence, ladies and gentlemen, just like he's being uh, been accused of for the last year. This guy makes me absolutely sick, so let's break it down. He says, there is no constitutional authority that allows the state legislature to just decertify an election. Well, before we get into fraud, which he said there was, it ran rampant. These are, this is, this is Robin Voss's own words. Uh, Widespread fraud was running rampant in the election of 2020. Stop the rhino rhetoric for a minute. Back up the rhino truck. Back up the uniparty truck just for a second and let's break that down. First of all, we know that state legislatures have plenary power over election law. Plenary power. That means they get to create election law and that means they can enforce election laws. Unfortunately, DAs, state's attorneys, and police officers... And sheriffs were not on board with holding these people accountable when we knew they broke the law a year ago. So now we're here and Robin's boss is saying pretty much, well, it's a little bit too late. But if state legislatures have plenary power to create and enforce election law and massive widespread fraud occurred to undermine that election law, 
then yes, moron, you can. Because fraud vitiates absolutely everything. And I know you've heard that before, but let's actually go to the state, actually go to the Supreme Court case in which that was uh, laid out. United States versus T.H. Rock Morton. Ladies and gentlemen, look it up. 499 says fraud vitiates everything and a judgment equally with a contract. That is a judgment obtained directly by fraud. Could certifying an election be deemed as a judgment? Um, And not merely a judgment founded on a fraudulent instrument for, in general, the court will not go, will not go again into the merits of an action for the purpose of detecting and unknowing the fraud. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's a Supreme Court ruling. It might not be in the Constitution that says fraud vitiates everything. But for this guy to come out and say, constitutional scholars, even Trump's own attorney says you can't do this. Well, I have constitutional scholars who say otherwise. I have people who understand the Constitution, studied the Constitution since they were a little kid, went to these Ivy League schools, and they say otherwise. So you're trying to play both sides of the fence here. And then he goes on and says, what we need to do, the Democrats won't even admit that there was fraud at all. So it comes down to who you want to vote for. If you want to vote for the people that don't like the fraud, then we got to make sure that we vote in the Republicans. Hey, McFly. Hello, anyone in there? You are a Republican. Did you forget to check? You have an R in front of your name, not a D. Or should that actually, was that a mistake? Was that an error? Are you just going to ignore the fact of the widespread fraud that you just admitted existed and say, well, what we have to do is we have to take this widespread fraud that occurred. We have to take this crime that was committed against the people of Wisconsin and we have to just make sure that it never happens again. What if we did that with a murder? What if we just said, hey, look at that. This guy murdered this girl. This guy raped and murdered this girl. We got to make sure it never happens again. So if you elect me, I'll make laws that are stronger and harder to get around so that this murderer can't do it again. But, you know, he's already done it. It's kind of been a year ago, so we'll just kind of let it go. I mean, what kind of clown world are we living in here, folks? The good thing about it is is that Robin Voss may have been a part of Wisconsin um, elected official, uh, he, he might've been an elected official in, in Wisconsin for, for decades had this kind of stuff not happened. So one good thing about this distract or this d- destruction of our, of our laws in our country is that we find out who is doing the destructing. We find out who is the destructor in all of this, who's disrupting everything, who is destroying everything. And it is people like this, Mr. Robin, Voss. So here's what I say, ladies and gentlemen, if fraud was proven and there's were and there's and there's a statewide fraud running rampant, then I call on any DA, any attorney general, any state's attorney, anybody, even a sheriff, go arrest the people that are involved and arrest the people that are allowing it to happen. Amen. Unbelievable. Now, speaking of another unpopular elected official, Let's jump from Wisconsin and let's go over to the state of New York. And let's talk about an unelected official. Yes, an unelected official in Governor Kathy Hochul. Hochul, Hochul. I think it's Hochul. I've heard it said both ways. But let's go to, uh, let's go to New York real quick and let's check in on, on, on how an unelected Governor Kathy Hochul is doing. Uh, she uh, recently attended a New York Rangers hockey game. 
And the state of New York basically let her know what they thought of her and booed her right off the ice. Keep speaking up, baby. Keep speaking up, Americans. We'd like to salute Governor Kathy Hochul, the first female governor of New York State. Governor Hochul began her career in public service in the greater Buffalo area, served in Congress, and was twice elected lieutenant governor. Listen to those boos. Here to drop tonight's ceremonial first puck, a champion of women's rights and leader of the great state of New York, please welcome Governor Kathy Adam Henrique, and Rangers alternate captain Jacob Truba. See, they cheered the, they cheered the hockey players. They go right back to booing unelected official uh, Governor Kathy Hochul. There's the boos. Here come the boos. Yeah. Thank you, Governor Hochul, and thank you, Adam and Jacob. See the look on her face too. She looked like one of those, you know, one of those, you know, one of those Karens. Uh, she did not like the look. She could not believe that her state was booing her like that. Oh no, Kathy Hochul. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the the, the people of the world are letting these uh, elected officials or unelected officials, in her case, know exactly how they feel, and I have no problem with that. We should be letting these people know how we feel. We should be opening our mouths, and that is something that they've kept us away from for far too long, keeping us quiet keeping us out of politics so they could run everything. Not anymore. We will be right back with more Live from America right after this. This is America, baby. We're standing up. Stay tuned. I love it, don't you? Boo! I mean, the whole place. I mean, look, you can't go to a sporting event without the entire stadium or the entire arena saying... Let's go, Brandon, or booing every Democrat that walks out or that is invited to do anything. Shouldn't that tell the world that Joe Biden didn't get 81 million votes? I mean, do you have to be a rocket scientist to even figure this out? The problem is, is every one of these elitists, they're so out of touch. They could never come to your house or my house, have a backyard barbecue. You know what I mean? Just sit there and just you know, talk all day long, hang out. They could never do that. They could never be... Have those American traditions. Fourth of July, forget about it. Forget about it. You and your peasant fireworks. They would never be able to do that because they're so far out of touch. Look, I want to thank everybody who's been donating. I, I know I've been busy, but it looks like there's a couple hundred dollars of donations come in. Some are for the Slurp Fund. Some are for Eli. Some are for the show. God bless you guys all, and I appreciate it. You know, um... The troll is getting way too personal. Yeah, I know. There's nothing we can do. We keep banning it. We keep having Rumble ban him. But what he does is he, he, he literally, this is how pathetic people are like this. And it's not him. There's plenty of them in, throughout social media that watch my show. But people like this, they, they literally take their time all day long and watch shows they hate and say the worst possible things they can to somebody. I mean, think about that. And then they get banned and apparently, clearly they don't work. Clearly they're not productive members of society. But then they get banned and they build other social media, they build other platforms or other uh, profiles in order to continue their childish crap. So what you got to do is just got to ignore it. There's nothing that can be done about it. So just ignore it. Pretend they don't exist. I mean, it's pretty easy to do that. 
I mean, the Democrats pretend like the uh, the the, <laughs> the gas prices don't exist, so we can definitely make sure that we pretend that losers don't exist either, because that's what they are, you guys. I mean, why spend your time on it? Sounds like a pretty pathetic life to me, too. Sounds like a very pathetic life to me. All right, let's come back from this commercial break. Get back into it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. We're going to get right into it. Look, I did not want to start the show off this evening talking about Russia, Ukraine, NATO, Russia, Russia, Russia. Look, that's what the Democrats want. But that doesn't mean that we can't that we can't keep away from it because it's affecting now this conflict between two other countries that the United States caused this this war. It's now spilling over into everything. It's spilling over into food protectionism. People are like holding their holding their food. They're not trading. They're not sending out fertilizer. They're not sending out wheat. They're not sending out soy. And it's going to just continue to, to pile up, right? So we do have to talk about it because it's not only affecting people there, but it's affecting people around the world right now. And today, wait till you hear this. This is going to tick you off. Folks, today, Vladimir... Zelensky, actor, producer, and placed after a coup president, has the opportunity and could have stopped the war with Russia diplomatically. He could have stopped the war in Russia. He could have stopped people from dying. He could have stopped people from suffering, both physically and economically and financially there and around the world. Now, if this world inflation that's happening right now, I want you to pay attention very closely to what I'm saying. That means stop typing on social media. Stop answering questions that people are asking in the comments for just a couple minutes and listen very closely to what I'm saying because nobody else is saying this and it's the God's honest truth. If the world is calling this the Putin price hike, because of the war in Ukraine, as, Rada, as Russia invades, if, there, if this really is the Putin price hike, then today, Vladimir Zelensky could have literally stopped everything. And this actor-producer, who has been hailed as a hero by dirty politicians and fake news, mocking bird media... He could, have been, he could have lived up to that title and been a hero. Instead, he has decided to not end the war. War will go on and people will die and the world will still face economic hardship. So if this really was Putin's price hike, then can we now shift that blame and that title and that label from Putin to Vladimir Zelensky and call this the Zelensky price hike? Can we now at least blame it on him? Because look, if we are trying to avoid war at all costs, at all costs, if we're trying to avoid war at all costs and avoid nuclear war, the possibility of it, if we're trying to avoid uh, having people get bombed, murdered, and killed every day, and we can do it diplomatically, then why aren't we doing it? Ask me, answer me that question. Why it did Zelensky turn down an offer for ceasefire today? I'm going to tell you why. It's all out of pride, ladies and gentlemen. Pride and power and whatever who's pulling the strings of this war 
tell him to do because efforts to come to an agreement and end the fighting have stalled. And it's being reported the reason why they stalled is because the Ukraine has rejected the Russia plan to end fighting in the country. They rejected the Russia plan to become neutral like Sweden or Austria as the warring sides try to hash out a deal to end the bloodshed in Eastern Europe. Moscow is thought to be demanding that Ukraine refuse to join any military alliance, which they've already put the application in for NATO and they're not joining NATO. So there's nobody that wants them because the the dirty politicians want to keep this a state where they can funnel money through and all that. So they can't have them officially part of NATO. So NATO, that's been turned down. They're not going to join NATO. They weren't part of a military alliance before. So what's the difference? If it can stop people from dying, then let it stop people from dying. So their demands is they don't join any military alliance. They don't host foreign military bases on its soil in exchange for a ceasefire and a withdrawal from Russian troops currently terrorizing the country. That is all they have to agree to. Something that they've already had in agreement minus the military bases, the outside military bases in Ukraine. Look, if Ukraine's not trying to start any war and they can't protect themselves because they don't have nukes, then don't you think the right thing for them to do is not have outside military bases in there threatening a superpower like Russia, especially threatening somebody like Putin who is a crazy madman who will kill you at the drop of a dime? So if the entire reason, I mean, if the entire goal here is to stop war and to stop people from dying, then why wouldn't Zelensky take the deal? Why wouldn't he? And since he didn't take the deal, can we now at least blame the price hike on him? Because he could have stopped it all, folks. He could have stopped every bit of it. Now, Kiev has said that any deal will need to include security guarantees underwritten by international partners, meaning like the United States, who would agree to come to Ukraine's defense in the event that it was attacked again. Ukraine's top negotiator said the international community cannot be allowed to stand aside in the event of an attack on Ukraine as they do today should fighting restart. Well, shouldn't that tell you everything you need to know about the people you're doing business with then, Vladimir and Ukraine? Shouldn't that let you know that if the people that are pushing you into this war aren't going to help you, then they're probably not a good partner to begin with? Maybe you should end the war, end the killing, and at least, look, if you can at least stop the fighting. You can then work something else out later. Work a different deal out later. Come back to the table with a different plan from a different negotiating platform. Have a better negotiation. Have have things that you can bring to the table to say, look, we need to change this deal, but at least right now they could stop fighting. The deal was, somebody asked what the deal was. The deal was um, immediately... They will immediately withdraw Russian troops and they will stop and they will and they will agree to a ceasefire if Ukraine does two things. One, that is agree not to join some big alliance like NATO or, 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 or some other kind of uh, country alliance. And two, don't allow third party or third part or, or, or outside interference, basically outside militaries to put bases in your country that threaten Russia or that Russia feels like is a threat to them. It's really no change from the way Ukraine has been. So if it means saving lives, then why didn't uh, Zelensky do it? No, instead, Zelensky decided to go to Canada, to the Canadian Parliament, and beg for money, more taxpayer money, beg for weapons, 
beg for airplanes, beg for tanks, and beg for Canadian men and women in the service to go over there and fight their war. Then had the gall to come to the United States after we just gave them $14 billion in the omnibus bill and beg for more money, more weapons, more tanks, more United States service men and women to go over there and fight their war. And guess what? Guess what happened? On top of the $14 billion that we gave them, Joe Biden unilaterally comes out after Vladimir uh, Zelensky uh, 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 addresses Congress. And by the way, can we talk about, I know I'm jumping all over the place here, but can we talk about for a minute the standing ovation like he was the second coming of Christ and the way that we were virtue signaling, our, our elected officials were virtue signaling and saying, Slansia, Ukraina, or whatever the heck Nancy Pelosi was saying, and the whole place stood up like he was the second coming of Christ. I mean, what is going on here? We're honoring this guy like he's some major hero, and he's just as guilty in all of this as anybody else, and I get it. I get it, ladies and gentlemen. I get being, I get having sympathy for him, but it's not him that you should have sympathy for. It's for the people of Ukraine that you should have sympathy for. It's for the people of Russia, and it's for the people of the United States of America that you should have sympathy for. Not this guy who's doing just fine, actor, producer. Look, the reason why I take it so hard on Zelensky and not Putin is because we already know what Putin is. There's no, there's no breaking down some, some secret new material about, uh, no, no new updates about Putin. The guy's a warmonger and the guy is a crazy dictator. We get that. But we're darn sure going to sit here and debunk this crazy virtue signaling of, oh, Zelensky is the second coming of Christ. Calm down. Calm down. The guy could have ended war today and he didn't. What does that tell you? I don't need to, look, I can understand that the conditions of this where you become part of the Soviet Union again, Putin is your boss, you will do what Putin says. Putin is allowing them to be their own country. He's allowing them to continue to have their own government. But just don't let America or any other country have military and biological bases here and don't join any alliance that will threaten, you know, that will threaten Russia. Again, I'm not sticking up for Russia, but crime any. Can you stop the war by, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's cause it. Let's have a ceasefire. Let's enter into an agreement. And we'll, and we'll talk about the rest later. At least it stops the killing now. But nope, don't want to do that, do you? Don't want to do that. So Biden comes out unilaterally and gives him another $800 million after he came and begged for money today. After... After he addressed Congress, Biden announced an additional $800 million in security assistance to Ukraine, bringing the total U.S. security assistance committed to Ukraine to over $1 billion in just the past week and a total of $2 billion since the start of the Biden administration. And of course, $14 billion now earmarked for more assistance in the future as this goes on. How much of our taxpayer dollars are going to go over there? How much money are we willing to give Ukraine? How about get the money from Joe Biden and his crackhead son? They have uh, funneled enough money through you, haven't they? $800 million 
in an assistance package that includes 800 Stinger anti-aircraft systems, 2,000 Javelin, 1,000 light anti-armor weapons, and 6,000 AT-4 anti-armor systems, 100 tactical unmanned aerial systems, 100 grenade launchers, 5,000 rifles, 1,000 pistols, 400 machine guns, and 400 shotguns, over 20 million rounds of small arms ammunition and grenade launchers, and mortar rounds, 25,000 sets of body armor, and 25,000 helmets. In addition to the weapons that I just uh, that I just read to you, previous United States assistance committed to Ukraine includes 600 Stingers, 2,600 Javelin anti-armor systems, five MI-17 helicopters, three patrol boats, four count. I could go on and on and on. And this guy's got the nerve to come back and beg for more. Some lady says, or somebody, Poogie says, Jeremy, you sound crazy. Does it sound, do, do I sound crazy or does what I'm reading to you sound crazy? Because we're living in a clown crazy world. How much more money and assistance do we want to give this country that does nothing for us except causes problems and lie to us? Look, a general came out last week and said, everything that comes out of Ukraine can be debunked within a half an hour. They are literally one of the worst countries in the world when it comes to trusting them to do the right thing or tell them or or tell the truth. And I'm talking about the people of Ukraine. I'm talking about the elected officials and the so-called leaders of the country. We could have stopped this war. He could have stopped this war. He decided not to. He came back, begged for more money, and Joe Biden unilaterally gave him $800 million. So my question is, why does Washington want to go to war with Russia so bad? Why would Washington be ramping up its campaign to draw us and the other members of NATO into a war with Russia so bad? Why would we be doing this? If we keep saying that we want to stay out of the war, then why do we want more war? Does that make any sense to anybody? I mean, speaking not even as a Republican or, any, or, or not even speaking in a political manner whatsoever. Let's, let's talk like humans. If you hear Joe Biden and the left talk about not wanting to send in American troops, not wanting to get involved in this war, the reason why we won't shut down the skies is because we don't want a war with Putin. Ask yourself, then why are we setting ourselves up and continuing to push for more war? Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that, uh, that all of those names were sanctioned by Russia? Do you, have any, do you think it has anything to do with the fact that Russia must have enough dirt on these politicians like they say they do? For these people to want to go in and wipe them out, they've been trying to push war with Russia since the beginning of Donald Trump. Why? Got to ask yourself that. Why? It doesn't make any sense if we're trying to stop war to see Washington bureaucrats set the stage for more war. I mean, by now it should be obvious that a concerted and bipartisan effort is underway in Washington to escalate U.S. involvement in the Ukraine war. And this effort is not, or this effort, by the way, has been going... um, ongoing since the war began three weeks ago but now it's entering a new and dangerous phase and that phase is these washington bureaucrats mixed with fox news trying to push us to war and my question is why if anybody could answer that i would truly love to know anyway i guess i sound crazy i guess i'm like uh tucker carlson i am putin's ally No, I'm just a free-thinking American. We'll be right back right after this.
Yeah, folks, I know a lot of people don't like talking about this. I know a lot of people are sick of talking about this. But you got to understand, if, if our goal here is to stop war so that we don't keep suffering, the people of Ukraine don't keep suffering, and the world doesn't keep suffering economically, then don't you think we ought to take the deal, especially if it's not even that much of a, you know, like a harebrained uh, uh, idea or a, or, or, or a bad uh, proposal? I mean, all he's asking for is what they already had to begin with before the war. So why not go back to it? No, there's a lot more to this. And I don't care what anybody says. You can call me a friend of Putin's. You can call me a Russian sympathizer. You can call me heartless all you want, but I'm not stupid. Okay? None of this makes any sense whatsoever if the, if the agenda is to stop war. None of it makes any sense. So why are they pushing for it? Can't vote if there's a war, says Joe. Well, you can. It just depends on if the, the president signs emergency. Uh, pa- some kind of emergency that, you, that keeps him in power. You know, what they're trying to accuse jo- Donald Trump of possibly doing, but he never even thought about it. There's a reason my friend's family left Ukraine over 20 years ago. All of the corruption. Thank you, Mountain Tortuga. God bless you, and thank you for speaking up. I appreciate that. Don't stop with the truth. We need to know this stuff. I agree, but some people don't want to know it. Some people are sick and tired of me talking about it. I get it, but I don't get it. Look how happy crazy Nancy Pelosi was. She screamed. I know. Did you see her? She's like, Ukraine, Ukraine. I was like, what are you talking about? Jeremy, the Democrats are doing everything to give up until they cause nuclear war in the end. I know. I know it. Smoke and mirrors. World War III is the sixth trumpet of war. You don't sound crazy. Well, maybe what she was saying was, was it Poogie? Was it Poogie that was in here saying? Maybe she wasn't saying, like, I sound crazy. Maybe she's saying, like, wow, this whole all sounds crazy. I don't know. I just read it, and I wanted to make sure that I said something about it. So, Poogie, I apologize if I took it out of context. That happens in these texts sometimes as well. Best thing to come out of social media is Jeremy's podcast that informs us of MSN of the, what MSM doesn't report. Well, thank you. But a lot of people on Real America's Voice do report what I'm reporting, usually afterwards, but they do. Jeremy, they have to destroy the evidence in Ukraine. I don't disagree. All right, here we go. Pull up this next story before we get ready here. And we're off and running. Thanks for sticking around here this evening on Real America's Voice. And we were just talking during the commercial break, folks. Look, I know a lot of this stuff is crazy and you hear things from 10 different people, sometimes on the same network. You listen to Fox. You love Fox because you've watched Fox for so long. And I know it's hard to disseminate between like what's real, what's not real. But you know what? You don't have to listen to any of us. All you have to do is look for yourself. Look for yourself. Think of it in a grounded way. Don't think of it in a partisan way. And you'll start seeing the truth really quick. I'm telling you, the truth is there, and it's not even e- it's not even hard to spot. It really isn't. Uh, look, folks, before we move any uh, along any further, I would like to mention because we like to help him out. He helps us out, and we're trying to get him on the show next week. And that is Mr. Mike Lindell, ladies and gentlemen. We do have our own landing page on Live from America. We're trying to help his business as he helps ours. So if you go to mypillow.com LFA, it brings you right to 
the the uh, the LFA landing page, and this is where all the sales that you get through my promo code are. Some are different than others. Sometimes you can negotiate different sales, but you do get a free Mike Lindell What Are the Odds book, and here are all the major sales. You know what? You can already start Christmas shopping for this year. Christmas is always right around the corner, no matter which way you look at it, so make sure you check that out. Promo code LFA. Let's get back into it. Black Lives Matter leader. It's hard to say that because how can they lead anything with that kind of mentality? But anyway, I digress. Let's get back to it. Black Lives Matter leader and Boston's woman of the year has been arrested and indicted on federal charges for squandering $1 million in donations on, you'll never guess, hotels, a brand new home, and a Bubba Gump shrimp company let's get into it <laughs> monica cannon grant also raised her salary from twenty-five thousand in 2020 to a hundred and seventy thousand in 2021 that's a larger raise than congress just gave themselves folks that's a larger raise than congress gave themselves check this out clark grant $67,950. Monica Cannon Grant, $33,426. Money spent on plane tickets, new furniture, defray costs for a motorcycle, household and personal expenditures, homes and businesses. The BLM activist was charged over a huge fraud, which is said to have included blowing a grant intended for young men at risk of violence on trips to Bubba Gump Shrimp Company Shake Shack and a nail salon. Monica Cannon Grant, 41, is also uh, said to have paid herself $2,700 a week and treated herself to a $450,000 five-bedroom house in Taunton, Massachusetts last year. She's accused of using much of the $1 million raised by her nonprofit violence in Boston for good causes. Her salary jumped from $25,000 to $170,000. Cannon Grant, once named a Bostonian of the Year by the prestigious Boston Globe newspaper, who, by the way, uh, interviewed me before and completely scrambled everything I said, was arrested at her spacious home last week. She appeared in federal court Monday this week alongside husband Clark Grant, 38, with the pair facing 18 separate criminal uh, charges dating from 2017 to July 2021. She has denied all allegations made against her. Well, where else did you get that money, honey? Judge Judith Dine raised eyebrows after releasing Cannon Grant on her own recognizance and saying she could continue to work for violence in Boston. The nonprofit she's accused of using as a front for her crimes but that she must not be involved in its finances. The couple are said to have misappropriated grants intended for their charity, including a $6,000 check given to them by the Suffolk District Attorney's Office in June 2019, intended to be spent on a retreat for young men feared to be at risk for falling into crime. Sometimes justice is served, folks. Sometimes justice is served, and in this case, it is. Another burn, loot, murder leader on their way to prison. Oh, but ladies and gentlemen, we're not done with Black Lives Matter. No, no, no. Black Lives Matter co-founder, 
Black Lives Matter co-founder. Well, you know what? Before we move on to the Black Lives Matter co-founder, let's go back to the Black Lives Matter Bostonian Woman of the Year because you know who's going to get it. You know it. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. BLM's Boston Globes Woman of the Year. Stop stealing money, lady. Anyway, moving on. Black Lives Matter co-founder urges the public to pressure and call the jails where Jussie Smollett is being held and where he might go in the future and demand he be freed. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a new tactic by the left. You know how they cancel culture you and they call your boss and they destroy your job and all that. Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, this new wave of leftism is to make sure that they stand outside of jails, call jails, do whatever they can possibly do to get somebody freed. And if they don't, who knows? They'll probably start doxing you and everything else. But anyway, let's get into this story real quick. BLM co-founder Patrice Cullors is urging the public, by the way, she bought mansions too, is urging the public to call the jail where Jussie Smollett is incarcerated and demand that the disgraced lying actor be freed. Colors, a self-described trained Marxist, resigned as executive director of Black Lives Matter's Global Network Foundation last year amid criticism of her lavish lifestyle, personal wealth, and ownership of four high-end homes that totaled $3.2 million. The socialist grifter warns the conditions... Um, warns the conditions hate crime hoax or Smollett is subjected to in jail are unacceptable. Wow. Unacceptable, huh? She says, I'm in Chicago and was able to see Jussie today. He's so strong. But what's happening inside is just, it's just unacceptable. Colors said in a video published on her social media Monday, quote, today is the first day that he's going to be able to get an actual bed. <laughs> He's been sleeping on a restraint bed. Oh, prayers for Jussie. Prayers for Jussie Smollier. Anyway, here's this socialist grifter asking for help and prayers for Jussie Smollier. Colors here. I'm just logging in because I'm in Chicago and was able to see Jussie today. And he's strong, but what's happening inside is just, it's just unacceptable. Um, Today is the first day that he's going to be able to get an actual bed. He's been sleeping on a restraint bed. Um, uh, They've also filed uh, for him to be released, um, filed to the appellate court. Hopefully, we'll learn by this week, uh, no later than Wednesday, if he'll get out. And honestly, we just need folks to keep tagging Free Jesse, keep posting um, we need folks to call um, the jails and check up on him, but also say that you think he should be freed. And the last thing is we need folks to challenge the misinformation and disinformation around this case. That's so critical. Um, what happened to Jesse could happen to any of us, and it's completely unacceptable. Blah, Thanks, blah, 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 Hey, how about we start releasing the January 6th political prisoners who aren't even getting even a fair right to trial, fair right to speedy trial or anything? How about we release them? And then we'll start talking about Jussie Smollier. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take another quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We'll be right back. we got to give a Smarty Award away. Who's going to get it? 
who's going to get that Smarty Award. We'll be right back right after this. I tell you, these people are, are, are literally just crazy. You know what I mean? Like they think that they can go around and just continue to just do whatever they want. And then when they get held accountable for it and they go to jail, they think they can just get out. You know what I mean? Oh, we can just get out. I guarantee you that this new tactic that the BLM and others are going to use is they're going to go and they're going to just dox every person who works in the jail, dox the, uh, dox the, uh, the warden of this prison, and do whatever they can to just make them free Jussie. Free Jussie. He's beating himself up. Unbelievable. Jeremy, we need to call the prison for J6th. Well, you know, one thing, the one reason we haven't called anybody on this show for quite a while is because I don't want to hold my phone right here and I, just, and I didn't want to get a Google phone number. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess we could call people another way. I don't know if you can make just regular phone calls through Zoom or Skype. I'm sure you can. Uh, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do it that way so it can come through the system. I just haven't put that much time and effort into it, but I think we need to get back to it. I think we need to get back to the phone calls here on the show. I think that's the best way to really uh, get people's attention. Um, is she for real? Yeah, apparently she is. Rules for thee, but not me, says Miranda Dolan. Let's go over to get her real quick, see what's happening over there. Oh, yeah, we got quite a few people watching over there on Getter. God bless all you guys. Looks like some people stayed over on Getter from, uh, from Rumble, so that's good. Good to see you guys all still staying over there. All right. When we come back, of course, you know we got a Smarty Award to give away, and, I don't, and, and this man's get, got it before, and he deserves it again. So let's come back from this break and finish off strong. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. I appreciate you being with me. Look, we've given this man the Smarty Award of the day before. But there's a different reason we're giving him a Smarty Award of the day today. And that is we now get a little bit of an insight on what would happen if a Ron DeSantis were ever to become president. And I think he will. And I think he will. But folks, Ron DeSantis said something that I agree with today. And I'm going to go ahead and play this video for you right now. And then he's going to go and he's also going to get the Smarty Award for saying it. So guess I blew that surprise. Here we go. That I'd like to. And I can tell you, people will sometimes ask me, like, um, you know, you know, Florida's run so much better than D.C. What, what, what could D.C. do? And, and one of the things I said that if I could wave a magic wand, there's a number of things I would do. But one of them is term limits for members of Congress. If we could term limit members of Congress, you would be able to bring in new blood. You'd be able to bring in new ideas. Uh, people would have an incentive to go in and say, hey, I may only have three terms in the U.S. House. I want to get something done instead of kind of doing what they've really gone into a, a big morass and just in terms of how they do business. And so, so that provision is something that, um, you know, I, I think would have been better at eight. I know, I think Chris wanted it at eight. I think the Senate wanted it, so they had to compromise. Um, but nevertheless, that's, uh, that's that. There you but go. Like DeSantis to, said you, the number one thing like, that he uh, would change about Congress is term limits. And I could not agree more if we got term limits, ladies and gentlemen, so many of our national problems would be fixed because these people would not be allowed to stay in power for so, so long like a king or a queen and ruin our country. Smarty Award of the Day here again on Live from America goes to America's Governor, Ron DeSantis. I think he's, I think, hey, look, 
If he becomes president, ladies and gentlemen, when he becomes president, look out. You think you had something to deal with with Donald Trump? Well, Donald Trump gave the blue book to people like Ron DeSantis so he can only be better. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for sticking around tonight. God bless each and every one of you. If you find value in the show and you want to help the show grow, everything is viewer funded. We do not get paid from any network or any news station. So please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Sign up for the newsletter. If you need a Bible, sign up for a free Bible. We give them away for free. We're trying to get the word of God into everybody's hands. So please sign up for that. Listen to some good MAGA music and uh, just have fun on the website. There are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you at 11 a.m. tomorrow morning for more Live from America, folks. Until then, keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and keep spreading the gospel. Let's pray for each other, and let's be better tomorrow than we were today. God bless. Have a good evening. See you later. Stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown.